Welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where on each and every episode we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. I am your host, Ryan Doe, and on today's episode, we are reviewing yet another Marvel Studios property. Yes, we're finally getting around to covering Miss Marvel. We spent a lot of time last few weeks covering Thor Love and Thunder, obviously, because that's all that our show is about. But today, finally getting to talk about Miss Marvel, and we're getting to talk about one of my favorite comics from the last decade, all new, all different Avengers, which features Jane Foster as Thor and Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. But I am not doing this episode alone. I have a fantastic guest who is coming back from a long hiatus of not being on the show. I am very proud, very happy to introduce you all again to my wife, Kim Doze. She is back on the podcast to talk about Miss Marvel. Hi, guys. Glad to be here. This is We did the math while we were waiting to start that Kim has not been on an episode since... January. January. <laughs> since we did, since we covered, we did like a watch along. along. We did a watch along of the first Thor movie. Yep. And wow. And previous to that, I think the last time I'd been on was when we covered Loki season one. So it's been a while. Her appearances on the show are few and far between, but epic nonetheless. <laughs> so. Today, I brought Kim back, and we're actually like talking about comics today. We are. We're We've gonna... talked comics before. Right. We talked really old Thor really, comics. Yeah, and we, I really just kind of made fun of them. Sorry, comic book fans. <laughs> they were not It's great. really hard not to make fun of old Silver Age comics. But today, we're going to talk about some modern comics, and then we're going to talk about Miss Marvel, the yeah, we are. awesome show that just wrapped up a few weeks ago. I will admit, we're a little late to the party on, on reviewing that show. It's hard when we've got kids. we got to coordinate our schedules. So. A little bit of behind the scenes <laughs> for you. Finding time to record the two of us is very difficult. Yeah. So today, very excited to have Kim literally sitting across the table from me. Hi, honey. I never get to sit across <laughs> the table from my guests. So uh, very excited for this episode. And uh, here's how we're gonna here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna talk a little bit about our comic choice. Uh, first, we're going to talk about all new, all different Avengers. First, we're going to cover the first three issues of that comic because really those are the three issues that act as the launching pad for the rest of the run that Mark Wade and Adam Kubert did on that book. And if you're interested and maybe some of the stuff we talk about really piques your interest, you can go read the whole run. Uh, it's a really, really fun group of comics. And then... At the end of our conversation today, we're going to talk all about this awesome TV show. So, are you ready to go, Kim? Um, it's a marvelous TV show. And yes, I'm it's ready. It's a marvelous <laughs> TV show. <laughs> but, I, uh, for those of you that maybe don't know, uh, this show is dedicated to Thor. You probably already knew that. But, I'm also a big fan of Miss Marvel. I, I really enjoy Kamala Khan. And, uh, Kim, I just want to know... What was, I think I know the answer to this, but what was your introduction or the first time you ever heard of Kamala Khan? I think the first time I heard her name 
was when they announced they were doing Miss Marvel yeah. and Ryan, you freaked out. Yes. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I can be excited too. Um, so that was the first time. And then, you know, we have a very strict um, rule in our house about watching trailers together. So then, you it know. It is very strict. It is very strict. We do not watch trailers apart from one another. Um, so we watched the trailer. Unless it's scary. Well, yeah, then I don't watch it. And maybe no, I watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we watched the trailer together, and, you know, I I love Marvel. The MCU is is great, so I really enjoy all of the, the movies and the TV shows, and so it's not hard to get me to watch one of them. Um, I think the only thing I've not seen so far MCU-related is Moon Knight because I don't do thriller stuff. Yeah. Well, so Ryan previewed it and was like... Maybe yeah, pass on maybe, it. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we pass on this one. But, um, yeah, so that was the first time I heard of Miss Marvel was when they announced that they were doing it as a project, and um, we just finished it this last week. So I'm really yeah. excited to talk about it. We didn't – I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, Kamala is a relatively new character. So there's really like when we talk about Thor here on the show, Thor's been around, at, you know, as of this year for 70 years. Well, he's a god, so <laughs> – <laughs> in publication history he's been around for 70 years and he's been around for so long i mean literally seven decades and kamala will celebrate her 10 year anniversary next year oh so she's like she's very she's new. a baby superhero yeah so she her first appearance is in 2013 in an issue of Captain Marvel, but she's not Miss Marvel in that yet. That's when I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel very old. Putting everything in perspective. Um, <laughs> Kamala really, like, she takes off as Miss Marvel in 2014 and 2015. Which is when we got married. With just the whole timeline. <laughs> of, like, she, uh, she got her own book and she was written by uh by an author named g willow wilson and oh yes she is really responsible for making kamala a big deal yes and um it, and the oh maybe that's a spoiler uh, the, the counselor's named after right. her in the show there is a character in the miss marvel tv show that is named after g willow wilson which yes. is fantastic i actually i remember watching that first episode and i was like uh, is, it? is that a is reference? It? And that, it is. It's and a it reference. is totally a reference. But so Kamala really hasn't been around for that long, and I think um, as we're gonna like see today in these issues that she's a very like charming, almost Peter Parker esque. I literally was like, she's the girl version of Peter Parker. But she's very energetic, very but quippy, she's very, but she's very principled too. Like she knows who she is. She knows what she stands for. Yeah. And we're going to see that in this comic today. Who's? It's not written by G. Willow Wilson, but it is written by another great comic book author, Mark Wade. Now, I know Kim has no idea who Mark Wade is. All over which, my head. <laughs> which is totally fine. But Mark Wade has been writing comics for decades now. I don't think there's a character really in Marvel or in some of the top tier DC characters that he hasn't written. Oh. Um, a lot of people know him. Did from, he write Thor? Uh, he's not written Thor, actually. That That's is, very ironic. Yeah, I would, I would love to see a Mark Wade Thor. I don't even know what that would feel very interesting because Mark Wade's known as one of those guys who like he's a comic book historian, so he doesn't really forget much. 
So I'm sure he would find some obscure reference in like the Thor 200s issues when they were all not really that great. And he'd like make a whole huge story out of it. That'd be that, pretty cool. That feels like the Mark Wade thing to do. But Mark Wade is the author of these comics. Adam Kubert is the, uh, is the penciler and Adam Kubert's been doing art and comics forever. Now he's working a lot with, uh, with Jason Aaron right now. I think he's about to do, the like event like barbarian avengers with jason aaron it's gonna be awesome that sounds amazing yeah it's i'm very excited about it (laughs) but today these issues they took place after a big event called the secret wars and that was like a a revamp of a of an old uh storyline where all these heroes come together and they fight a they've kind of fighting like a tournament style battle secret wars isn't that a new uh marvel property movie title name that just was released at uh san diego comic-con <laughs> wow <laughs> kim proving that she is very in on the on the isn't current... it though yeah no oh, secret, okay secret wars i'm just making sure i heard it right secret wars is gonna be the s- title of the sixth i think the sixth avengers movie so <sighs> I love Avenger movies. <laughs> <laughs> so Secret Wars, uh, the 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 2015 version of Secret Wars happens, and everything gets wiped clean. Okay, everything stops. Clean slate. And the Avengers are no more. And they start up this uh, what Miles Morales in this issue in these issues calls the. Uh, the people who don't call themselves the Avengers assemble. assemble. <laughs> um, yeah. So this book is taking place after really all the comics have been wiped and like okay. we're starting over. So I we, wish I knew that going into reading them. Because that that because <laughs> I didn't read I didn't know that. Does, so what does that help clarify? It just like I didn't know why the Avengers had broken oh, up. I didn't know. Because Tony talks about it. Yeah, I didn't know like. Apparently, there's beef between Steve Rogers' cap and Sam Wilson cap. So I was like, I don't know yeah. any of what happened, but okay, we're just rolling with it. <laughs> so we're we're going to only jump into the first three issues. Because um, that's what Kim read. <laughs> yeah, that's what Kim read. And also, there is a there is a natural pausing point at the end of the well, third yeah, issue. Because, am I allowed to say what, you're, you're what allowed, happens? You're allowed to spoil a comic that's like seven years okay. old. Okay. Yes. Well, because the the main enemy, the main big bad, dies at the end. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a, a you know bookend. Yeah, yeah. It's done. Yeah, and it this little three issue kind of mini arc we're going to talk about today ends with all of them coming together as As- the Avengers assembling. I mean, I was trying to tiptoe away from it, but yeah, it was kind of unavoidable. They're assembling. <laughs> As the all new, all different, all new, all different Avengers. So, uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Kim actually did. You know, I can't believe I didn't think about this earlier. That Kim was, Kim and I were dating when these comics were coming out, um, and we were. No, oh, we would have been, yeah, in yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, so we were dating, and we were about to get married, and this is like when there was actually a comic book store near me. And I could actually go get comics. I remember yeah. my friend Noah and I would go get comics on Wednesdays and we'd, we'd leave after class. He would go over to the DC section and get Batman. And I'd be over here like, what's Thor up to? What are the Avengers up to? And I, I wanted to keep up with the Avengers. And this was the Avengers run that really like 
captured my imagination because mm. all the heroes look different. Yeah. I love the standard classic lineup, but this was like, oh, really? Miles Morales as an Avenger? That's interesting. Or, you know, uh, this new version of Vision, uh, like yeah. Nova and Kamala Khan and Jane Foster's Thor. This Avengers run really caught my imagination and I really enjoyed it. Um, now, Kim just read these. <laughs> This afternoon. This afternoon. <laughs> While I ate my lunch. But I like. I really wanted her to read these because they, they they mean a lot to me. But also, I think they're a really accessible, like fun ride to jump into. Mm. You don't really read comics that much. No. So that is correct. Coming in as like a comic book reader novice, what what was your like when you got to the end of, of the of the issues where you're like, okay, that was fun. That was confusing. Like what, what did you walk away from these issues with? Well, and then we'll get into some of the like details. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think for me, because, so I'm definitely a speed reader and that could not be more true. (laughs) Um, so it was actually, I think a disadvantage with comics being a speed reader because not only are the words not linear (laughs) like on the page but um there's so much nuance in what's happening in the pictures and in the art to know like really full story what's going on yeah and so um i had to it took me a while to get in like a comic book reading speed so that i didn't miss everything like i reread the first page like four times Um, (laughs) i'm embarrassed to say that but i did i was like i read it and i was like i didn't get what just happened read it again nope still not getting it (laughs) still not getting it um but no once i finally got into my reading groove i really i really liked it i actually liked it that it opened with sam wilson because i really like Sam Wilson right. a lot. Um, and so that's not something I was expecting. I literally had no idea about what this was at all, except for the fact that Miss Marvel was in it. That's all right. Ryan told me. I said, said, this is this is like Jane and Kamala. That, yeah. Like, He's that's... like, we're watching Miss Marvel, and then you're going to read these comics, and then we're going to talk about it. And I was like, okay. So I had no idea going into it. That sounds like the coolest expect. homework assignment ever. <laughs> it does sound pretty cool, honestly. I'd, I'd totally do that for a class. So, um, let's jump into kind of more of the details of oh, this okay. issue. Well, I was just going to say something else that was embarrassing. I'll just oh, like yeah. lay, I'll just lay it all out there. Um, it took me way too long to realize it wasn't Peter Parker <laughs> and that it was Miles Morales. Oh, you thought Miles was, was Peter like just in a different like, suit? For a long time. <laughs> for a really long time. And then I'm like, wait, this is a black suit. It's not red. And, well, you just never see his face, so no, I don't it's, know. It's, you're right, you're right. You know, in the MCU, Peter's got all sorts of different suits that do different things, and so it's like, I don't know what Tony cooked up, you know? <laughs> it, is, it is funny, though, talking to... when I Whenever I talk to you about comics or something, like, relating to superheroes, there's, like, this internal knowledge that most comic book readers know because like they could look at that character and be like oh that's miles morales superman or spider damn it (laughs) spider you have said the other company who shall uh, not be named no i don't think there's another i don't think there's any other comic book companies in the world i i think marvel's the only one yeah i think marvel owns superman now (laughs) okay (laughs) 
but like I always I always forget you heard like, it here first <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that like oh you probably didn't know who Nova was either I had no idea yeah, who Nova yeah. was like no idea so then when he's saying his name Sam I'm like but wait Sam is the Falcon so there's another Sam why can't they come up with more creative names like come on there's <laughs> there's a million names out there and you name your superheroes all the same thing Wow. <laughs> Hot Take Express Sorry. coming into okay. the station today. It's like the episode of Big Bang Theory when he's talking about how Stan Lee has an affinity for naming, naming char- yeah. characters with an alliteration. Peter Parker, Miles Morales. There you go. Right Bruce there. Banner. Yep. <laughs> um, so this, the, but this story. Kamala Khan. Uh, but... It's kind of just like a Marvel thing. Like, oh, I know. Even after like Stanley was done, I know with it's it, not all Stanley, it, but that's the argument that he presents in the Big Bang Theory. So this arc opens up with all of them. Like the Avengers are not a thing right now. Right. I, I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a thing right now, but there's this threat that that comes up. It's the Warbringer. War. And I don't think it's the Warbringer. I think it's just Warbringer. Like, it's his name. He's, But he's a Chitauri... Um, thing. Yeah. As I like to call him. Warlord. Chitaurian thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if you're unfamiliar with the Chitauri from comics, just... Watch the Avengers. The original. Yeah, the original Avengers. The Chitauri are the main army. I guess technically guys. they do come back in yeah, Endgame. They are in Endgame, too. So... Those guys. Imagine a big, huge, like Hulk size, like Thanos, but Chitauri. Yeah. So this guy comes through a portal. In but the he's got arc. a scepter, kind of like Loki. He does. <laughs> in in this comic book arc, they the, a portal is opened up in the old Avengers Tower because Tony had to sell Avengers <laughs> Tower because he's which, poor. Because yeah, he's this like, is like what's happening. Yeah, it's so much d- new stuff is happening. Yeah, and. The Warbringer comes to this portal, and he ends up fighting Miles Morales, Falcon, and Iron Man initially. And yep. you'll notice we have not mentioned Jane or Kamala yet. Right. Kamala comes in at the end of this issue where she has a little bit of a... Um, Scuffle. Yeah. With Nova. Yeah. And so, some weird monster thing. Nova is fighting monsters and... In Jersey City. In Jersey City, of okay. course. Um, I love that Nova eventually says, like, oh, not Jersey City. Anywhere but Jersey uh, City. That's her turn. Because he doesn't want to go back and face Kamala. Do and, they end up together? Because that'd be really cute. You know what? I don't actually remember if they end up together or not. Oh, sad. But there is that tension, that, like, that like mm-hmm. teenage romantic tension. Yep. And I thought that was, like, one of the more charming parts of this comic. Oh, yeah. It also took me... <laughs> I'm so not a comic book reader. Took me so long to realize when it wasn't in a word bubble that it was them thinking. Right. (laughs) I'm like, what is this like? Are they setting the stage? What's happening? Such a theater kid and not a comic book kid. What I love about this is like she can read half a Harry Potter book in like an hour, but comics were like, wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Yes, I have to go back and I'm like, what happened? Well, and then I'm like, I forgot to look at the art. Maybe there was something in there that would explain why I'm confused. Yeah, it's totally not my wheelhouse. No, but 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 you're great. You're great at breaking down stories. So I am. Yeah. 
You're wow. right. <laughs> you know what? Thank right. you. Also, something very funny. So I'm reading this on an iPad. So I don't have a physical copy in my hand. Right. So after it ends and it's Falcon, Iron Man, sorry, Captain America, Iron Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Um, after that little fight ends it like has a total page break like it's a total separate story yeah. i thought the comic was over and i'm like there was no miss marvel in that am i reading the right thing <laughs> <laughs> like am i seriously am i reading the right thing and i was like well no it had it had miss marvel on the cover like i'm sure she's coming right and i literally opened up where you can see all the pages at once to make sure that it wasn't over because i'm like maybe ryan picked the wrong thing <laughs> Well, because it's kind of like an epilogue at the end, the Nova and Mr. Yeah, Marvel stuff. Yeah, no, I, I gotcha. And but it the, just, n- not how my brain works. <laughs> in the second issue, the other stories come together and yes. they, they all meet up and that's when Thor shows up. They yes. start fighting Warbringer and Warbringer is trying to get all these artifacts together to open up a portal to the Chitauri homeworld. You know, your standard comic book stuff. Yeah. Um, and Science, science, science. And space, space, space. <laughs> as Miles Morales calls them, the uh Guys who say they're not the Avengers assemble <laughs> and they all they all fight Warbringer. And yes. that's when Jane shows up and Jane like she shows up with a bang where they're they're in the subway of what New York City. They end up going to are they still in Jersey City at this point? I think they're still in Jersey City. OK, I don't know. Kamala says let's go to an empty lot because she doesn't want to ruin the historic building. <laughs> She's very conscientious. Yes. I think She's like, not only are there people in those buildings, but that building's been around for a hundred years. So could we be careful, please? Right. <laughs> and we're gonna talk more about that when we break down the show about how Kamala has so much concern. Mm. Like she just generally cares about people. Yes. Even like these strangers who she's like, hey, giant monster. We're going to fight, but let's do it somewhere else. Somewhere safer for everybody else. <laughs> so the the way that they end up fighting Warbringer at the end of the second issue is um, they are they are all kind of ganging up on this giant hulking Chitauri warrior. And he just blows a hole in the side of the, the subway and a bunch of water starts yeah, rushing the sewer. in. And that's how... I was also confused by that because I thought he opened up a portal, no. not just a hole, until I saw the water. He just completely like... Again, bl- you have to pay attention to the pictures. <laughs> Those of you out there that are like, I'm more of a movie person. Kim is like your... Kim's more of a movie Yeah, more of a movie she's person. She's your eyes into like uh, how, how sometimes like if you don't understand a comic, that's fine because... <laughs> A avid reader even like had to take some time. I am time. an adult woman. <laughs> I'm an adult. And I can't figure this out. <laughs> Wait, everybody, breaking news bulletin. <laughs> Kim's wife is an adult woman. <laughs> My wife is an adult woman. Oh, man. Kim's wife. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes right. on bikes. Breaking news. You heard it here first. I think first. that says more about you than about me. Yikes. <laughs> so the end of this comic book is... <laughs> They um they're like staring down this giant wave of water as it's coming in yes. the, the side of the tunnel. And then on 
in the third issue. Right. So it like totally skips over how they get out of that until like five pages into the next issue. So again, guess who's confused? It's right. Kim over here in the corner going, I thought that they were just in like some portal with water thing. Now why are they all on dry land? They, I don't get it. <laughs> but in the, in the beginning. It goes back and explains, but I didn't get it right. when I was reading. <laughs> Flashbacks and flash forwards. Yeah, and but all it's just stuff. not very clear. When we open up the third issue, though, all the Avengers are they 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 end up getting out of there safe enough, and they all go safe track enough. down. The, <laughs> well, they all, they almost drown to death. <laughs> like that's gotta affect you on some level. They all go track down. Not the, all of them. Warbringer and Warbringer is in the middle of a cemetery. Yeah, super creepy. And what? They're zombies. There are zombies in this issue. But they're like ghost zombies. Like, at least based on the art that I saw, it didn't look like they had a ton of physical form. It looked more like they were like transparent and see-through. Am I wrong? I think that's part of um, Mr. Griffin, the guy who um, who's yes. kind of working behind the scenes. Yeah. Who um, at the when we finish breaking down this issue, I'll tell you who Mr. Griffin actually. Oh, is. good, thanks. Um, so like on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Brad, I, will, I will spoil the end of a seven-year comic, a seven-year-old comic. Good. So all the Avengers get together. They fight Warbringer to stop him from using these uh, artifacts to open up this portal. Yeah. They end up but, winning. Wait, 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 wait. What? That's not what happens. Go, go ahead. Okay. Then. I read it today. Ryan read it a couple weeks ago, so let me me help you out. Technically, they do end up winning. (laughs) They do end up winning. But they're trying to keep Warbringer from opening the portal. But then Tony's like, hold up. No, we need to open the portal and then close it as fast as we can. Right. To send him back. To send him back. To send him back. That's how they win. they have Miles, not Peter, Miles... (laughs) Um, they have him put all of it together and then break it as soon as they put it together because he's got spider reflexes. Yep. And so that was very interesting to me. I also think it's very funny that Tony gives like science lessons when right. he's narrating. He's like, next up, this is the next step you take. Science, science question for today. How do you do this? And it's just like, who are you talking to? It is weird that Tony's the only like stalwart avenger that's on this team uh-huh and it's almost because he's like he's like a chaperone for all these people who haven't been avengers yet okay i have a question too yes. about the peter parker miles morales thing so when everybody joins they all they know that it's not peter but he right. looks like spider-man yeah. and tony says he has approval from the older spider-man so how much older is peter parker than miles morales Peter's an adult at this point like an adult adult yeah and like my, my like how what kind of an adult probably like early 30s oh my god i don't know you're as old as spider-man i'm guessing because i'm not like the most like well versed in I'm the not, spider verse yeah. Oh my gosh. See, you guys, I do Mom know jokes. Marvel things. Mom jokes. <laughs> I uh, may not know how to read a comic book, but I have information up here. Yeah, uh, this is all uh, just leading up to us saying that Kim is Marvel's target audience. <laughs> <laughs> the MCU? Yes. Right. Yes, <laughs> the like, MCU, all for me. <laughs> hey, have you heard of these characters? Hey, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not true. 
Like I retain information very well, that is thank true. you. Miles is Miles is the current like teenager Spider-Man. Okay, so and he's like Peter is 16? Yeah. 17? I I mean the sliding age scale in Marvel Comics. I know it's all complicated like, yeah. because they reboot and stuff, but I just was very confused because when I think Spider-Man, I think Teenage. Tom Holland, who's, yeah. even though he's in his 20s, he's no, a teenager Miles, in like, on this Avengers, this soon-to-be all-new, all-different Avengers lineup, Yeah. Sam Alexander, Nova, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, they're all the teenagers. They're all and the kids. And Vision has no age, so is he a baby? <laughs> <laughs> is he a baby or is he an old man? Probably, we don't know. Probably both. <laughs> uh, but I also liked, because Vision yeah. is so straightforward, he winks at Nova at one point, and I thought that was so great because he's very robotic. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he's an android. Uh, so Is funny. Uh, um, he's a synthesoid. Te- technically, he's a synthesoid. I got it. Okay. I got there. Okay. So he's a th- synthesoid. And uh, so I thought it was very funny that he winked at yeah. Nova. Um, so I know no th- nothing about Nova, but I really liked him in his yeah. inner monologue. I know we're supposed to be talking about Kamala. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I liked her too. I think, though, from what I've seen, and I know we'll talk about this more in the next segment, but... She seems more mature, maybe, in the yeah. comics than she did in the show. Yeah. well, cause Like, in the show, her life is, like, falling apart. She has none of her stuff together. And it could just be because it's origin story versus, yeah. you know, where she's been at it a while. But um, I don't know how long. Oh, and you said she came out in 2013. So, like, two yeah, years. She first appears in 2013. Um, and really, like... There had been not a lot of uh, of Kamala story before this. It was a lot of like she she wants to be a part of the Avengers and she wants to like feel like she belongs there. Yeah. And Nova's more like of a he's more. Is of a wild he from part. the Nova Corps? Nova's whole story is a little more complicated. Vision mentions it, but I was again yeah. all over my head. Um, Nova is another story for another time. Okay. So uh, also maybe they'll make a show out of it. Who knows? I I mean he's one of the main characters that they talk about all the time. Like like who are the biggest characters they haven't done in the MCU right now? Nova's one of them. Either oh, the really? original Nova or Sam Alexander Nova. Oh, who's There's the an, original? Richard Ryder. It's another. <laughs> it's another alliteration. That's what you we meant to we say. have literally gone so far <laughs> off the beat. This is back. why I don't come on the podcast, guys. <laughs> We're kind of missing the target audience, but that's okay. But speaking of the the target of this show, like you might think, well, is Jane a big part of this comic? And I would say she is the. I know I just said. Sam Alexander is the wild card, but nobody really knows anything about Jane so far. Except that, did you know this? The sun is so many super hot things, and lightning's 50 times hotter than that. Hmm. That's what Tony Stark said, so it must be and, true. And that's that's just science right there. <laughs> that's just so science. Jane and Kamala are the, the two ladies on this team. And I would say Kamala is way more upfront. Like she is more of a um, 
more of the headliner Avenger than Jane is, but that's because there's so much of a mystery around who Jane is at this point. Well, that's because she's Thor. Right. And nobody they, knows that it's nobody Jane. Nobody knows that it's Jane. So, um, and in the issues that follow, Sam Wilson actually starts a romantic kind of romantic friendship. They never actually like fully have a relationship. But um, a friendship is a relationship. They become really good friends, but there's moments where friends with benefits <laughs> where you think it's going to go there, but it doesn't. And, no, and it well, does, I mean, they doesn't. don't show that in comics anyway. So, so how do you know if that's um, happening or not? Not in these comics. Uh, so, so <laughs> these are family friendly. <laughs> but Sam becomes the only person on the team who knows Jane's true identity. Oh, um, interesting. So there's a an issue where they have like an they have like a misadventure off to the off to the side. Off Jane, to the side. Well, like you in, stand over here. <laughs> just is a funny way to say it. That's so, all. Uh, but Jane and Kamala are fantastic characters, and this is really one of the main times they co- connected on it. They were on the same team. So I wanted to highlight this comic. I wanted to give Kim like just a fun comic to read. Did you have any final thoughts about the comics we read leading into our review of the show? If you gave me comic books as homework and then said we were going to talk about it, I think I would do it again. <laughs> wow, what a what a ringing endorsement. That is, for me, that's a big deal. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, I think if this was way better than the other stuff you had to oh, yeah. read. <laughs> Kim, Kim's not a fan of the Silver Age. Interesting. Um, I, I, a a I younger really... woman in her twenties not going to read seventy-year-old <laughs> comics. What? I do really. I really like. Um, I'm just a big. I love sarcasm. Yeah. So most of my favorite characters are very. I like the sarcastic nature that they bring out right. in the MCU that I see. And so it's very enjoyable for me. So I really liked that it's not just an MCU thing, but that when I'm reading this, it's all sarcasm, which is great. And then till I'm confused of was that sarcasm or was they were they being serious? Because it's actual they're writing out sarcasm. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, was that was that real or not real? Go back, <laughs> read it again. <laughs> so but overall good read i'm really glad that we did this one together if you're looking for more miss marvel comics to read go read g willow wilson's run on miss marvel it's i mean it's a modern classic uh and that's more of that's high praise yeah it's more of miss marvel and her origin story it's more of what the show is trying to okay so so maybe i need to start there yeah are you going to give that to me as homework Probably. Are we going to talk about it again? <laughs> hey there, friends. Hope you're enjoying this episode that you're listening to right now. Just want to take a moment and remind you that we do have a Patreon. You can, just for a few dollars a month, join our Thor core over on Patreon at Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast. Our Patreon page allows you access to early episodes, bonus content, and it gives you a way to have input on what we do here in the show. So for just a few dollars a month, go join the Thor core today, and we would appreciate your continued support. Follow the link in the episode description to become a member of the Thor Corps today. Now, enjoy the rest of this episode.
okay, so now we're going to jump into our breakdown of Miss Marvel, the Disney Plus show, which just wrapped up a few weeks back. And I won't lie, I was really excited for this show. Yes, he was. Like, it was, because just, it's so different. It was, And I, like, I know, I, let me explain what I mean by different, because at this point, like, most of us that have been Marvel fans for a while, we know what to expect tonally. We know what to expect from the action, from the humor. I think the main thing where this was different was we weren't just learning about Kamala, the superhero. We were learning about Kamala, the teenage girl. We were learning about Kamala, the the young Muslim girl living in New Jersey. We were learning about her whole family, her whole legacy, one of my big takeaways from this show was that was the best portrayal of family Marvel has done yet. Oh, it was amazing. So what, I what love kind of the, your first impressions? Yeah. Okay, first impressions of Kamala. She's super quirky and I love it because I'm super awkward too. So that's if amazing. If the last half an hour hasn't proven that. <laughs> you know what? I'm fantastic. I agree. <laughs> So fantastic. <laughs> Many like, people probably aren't going to listen to this. Let's get married. <laughs> I do. They just rambled for 36 minutes. It was. <laughs> just wait until you see what we have to talk about <laughs> later. Uh, no. So I really just felt like I connected to her in that way. Yeah. That she's not this put together has everything figured out kind of girl. And that also she has passions that maybe aren't what her family would want. And to me, that's also something that I, you know, I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. It's really, it's right there. It starts with an R. I won't, it's not recognized. I don't. <laughs> anyway. Represented. I, yeah, I, I just felt like I really connected to that. I just didn't want to use the word connect again. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think the best part of the show was seeing the generational, whether well, at first it's trauma, really. Generational right, right. trauma and how it affects her even three, four generations back. But then also how um, she's able to heal that. And right. to, like, break that generational curse that's been there for so long. Right. That's something that I was... Resonate. Mm. Resonate. There it is. There we go. Resonates with me because I'm in that boat. And so where it's all, you know, passed down from mother to daughter, mother to daughter, I was all in on that. My favorite episode was the episode where they go back to her great-grandmother Right, the the it was the fifth episode. Yeah, right. with the partition and all that was amazing, hands down my favorite episode. Um, so I I really just liked also learning about her culture and um, just how we don't she... learn a lot about Muslim history here in Nebraska. No, so. and you know I'm more Midwest, not Middle East. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um but yeah i just it was very um 
as Ryan said, it's like the show Never Have I Ever Met the MCU. And I love that show. It's on uh, Netflix if you haven't watched it. You need to. It's it's the the, season three comes out so soon. The wider comparison that I, I made with it was it's 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 Scott Pilgrim versus the world meets never have i ever oh yeah that's and that what was, it was i mean it's quirky yeah. and it's fun but it also has so much charm yes the like, family was so great and, oh it's the best and part. uh sheik abdullah was yeah. so good um i actually an interesting thing back to the comic that i just read with bruno because bruno's in the show when bruno's in the comic his hair is super long i literally <laughs> thought it was a girl i was like wait what <laughs> and then i was like oh it's bruno he just has long hair anyway but the characters were there and nakia was there and bruno yep. was there in the comic and then in the show those are her best friends and um she does have an affinity for captain marvel just like in the comic so it was really really cool but yeah i liked the show a lot so one thing i wanted to just hit on here with the here, here's where I thought the show really excelled because it wasn't in the action. It wasn't in the quippiness and the, the funny part. Like, we've had movies like that in Marvel right. before. We've had great Thor acting Ragnarok. before. We've had great directors. We've had all that before. Yeah. I really thought where this show excelled was its, its inherent charm. And, and it's like... You fell in it's love. It's like heartwarming moments. Right. Yeah. You fell in love with the characters. Yeah. And and like yes, there was a conflict. And yes, Kamala did have to fight a bad guy. Like it like that's all kind of standard superhero stuff. So when I go into these new projects, I'm not like the action better be you know, like right. different and fresh. It's like, well it Action how, is action. How different like comic books have even been around for ever yeah like well. for so long in cave drawings there were comic book strips <laughs> but like if you look if you look back to even early marvel stuff marvel superhero stuff the action hasn't really changed that much it, it's a it's a lot of big punches big swings big, yeah, big big laser blasts and all that kind of stuff but no one has really in my opinion it, there haven't been a lot of strides in how do we make this action better a lot of it is how do we make these characters more relatable? How do we make yeah. these stories deeper and more complex? How are they not just a 2D character, but right. how are they like a full fledged out right living being that would, you know, you could see beef I'm friends with that person right. or I Entirely. am that person, you know. I maybe this is something I can't really speak to because I'm not Muslim or pakistani or anything like that but just think of like all the girls that are having a superhero right that's just like them like that's amazing we saw a little bit of that um we saw a little bit of that even at the end of moon Knight when um, (laughs) we did not see that (laughs) but ryan saw that and the moon Knight, where a little girl in egypt looks to to this this strong empowered woman who's got these powers now and she says are you oh, an egyptian spoiler. are you an egyptian superhero and she says yes i am Aww. like there's that and i think 
what Kamala it, Kamala does a similar thing where she loves the idea of superheroes. I mean, it really, it's part of her character. Right. She's enamored with Carol Danvers. And, yep. and she writes fan fiction and all that. Like, it's, it's just fun they stuff. They even mention it in this comic that they, we read. Yeah. Tony's like, fan turned pro. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really, I feel like Kamala is a representation of kids who have grown up in the MCU era. Right. That was something I really liked about the first episode of the show was it I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in the this superhero against this superhero and how they're related to like how the average person views these people. Right. And so she's just an average girl and she's like, I love Captain Marvel. I think she's really cool. I'm going to cosplay as her. In the MCU TV show, <laughs> I'm going to cosplay as her, and then she gets superpowers. Versus, that's like what we do in real life. That would be if right. I was like, I want to be friggin' Scarlet Witch, I cosplay as her, and then suddenly I have very similar powers to Scarlet right. Witch. It, like, it's, um, That would be amazing. Can that happen, please? That would be unstable. Um, manifestation. <laughs> How many times do I have to say that on the next full moon? <laughs> I think another thing that this this show did really well was it fleshed out side characters really well. Yes. Like Bruno and Nakia and her parents. Like Kamran. Yusuf, Amir. Yusuf Khan is yes. one of my favorite characters Yus- in the MCU. Um, the cherry like, pie that he buys. <laughs> fight me. Yusuf Khan is one of the greatest characters in the Marvel Cinematic I just universe. loved the last moment with them together on yes. the roof of the house. Yep. Literally, like, about had me in tears. Like, they're just having this really great father-daughter moment and him saying, well, and we had heard about her name that it was very unique right. for, was it Pakistani or was Well, I think they say it's it's not a Pakistani name. Yeah. And so it's just very unique choice. Yeah. And then we find out at the end that it means Marvel. And you're just like. Boom. There it is. So good. I mean, there's so again, there's so much in this show that we we loved, and we, I mean, it was we just, could talk a long time yeah, about it. Yeah, it was. It just, it was heartwarming. I want, like, I want to see more of Iman Vellani do Miss Marvel. I yes. want, I want to see more of her, and I know we're gonna see her in the Marvels along with Brie Larson as reprising her role as Captain Marvel. And I know that we're going to see, uh, you know, Ram- Monica Rambeau come back as Photon or whatever name they're going to give her from WandaVision. Right. We're going to see them all. Photon's kind of a dumb name. <laughs> Can we give her a different name, please? <laughs> so, but they're all going to come back and, the, and that is going to be a, I think that'll be a really interesting project. <gasps> What? Never mind. I was going to say, what if Scarlet Witch comes back, but you're just going to give me that look? She's dead. No, she's not. Okay? Did what, you What not... does that have to do with the Marvels? Well, I was thinking because you said WandaVision. Okay. I really like Scarlet Witch, guys. I, just, I knew she was going to do this. It's like, hmm, let's see. We're talking about the next uh, the next Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel movie. Hey, what if Scarlet Witch? What if she was in it? <laughs> Hey, you know who hasn't showed up in the Wakanda Forever trailer yet? Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. Why is she not there? <laughs> That's where she lost Vision. Oh, it's... she's gonna go there. We can't do this. Yeah. we can't do this. Mm, so I just love her. Overall thoughts on Miss Marvel? Just it's charming, 
fun show. I thought there were some I things really, that really, really enjoyed it. It really succeeded at the family dynamic. Yes. Really succeeded at building up these side characters into these just lovable people. Like they feel real. I have a question for you. Yes. Okay. Who do you prefer as a love interest? There's three options. Bruno, who clearly has the hots for her. Comron, who's got that like the the smolder down. Or Chemo, which Who's the Chemo? Terrible name. Who's Chemo? That's the red dagger guy. Kareem? No, but he said he, they call him Chemo. Okay. I, I, well, yeah, that's go, his nickname. I'm going with Bruno no matter what. So. Why? Because I I am a sucker for yeah, you are. The, the nerdy the friend zone For the person. nerdy friend zone guy. Yikes. <laughs> if that doesn't speak to our relationship. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've never I've never had the how do you say the Comron smolder. So I don't know. I what... disagree. Your jawline is phenomenal. Oh, now he's getting all pa- pause for awkwardness. All red in Paris. <laughs> so this is why you don't have your wife on your podcast. I am I am team Bruno all the way. So what what's okay, what's the answer then? I don't think there's a specific I don't know. I don't know what the comment Why'd you ask me the question? Well, I was then? just curious what you thought. What do I... you think about the show? What do you who do you think? Oh, who do I think? In the context of um, the show. I think that she views Bruno as a friend. God, it's the worst. And I don't think that she will pursue that unless all other options are gone. Comrade That's terrible. No, I I think she has a very platonic viewing of him that's that's it and you can definitely see that in the show that she does not view him that way always the bruno never the (laughs) (laughs) but she had very close moments with both kareem he said his name was chemo okay okay that just feels wrong to say though (laughs) well she said it means minced meat or something and he goes Where were you during this? I don't know where I was, but I missed this, this was during... chemo minced meat segment. <laughs> this was around the campfire, and she goes, her name's Sloth Baby. Sloth Baby? Seriously, where were you? I don't know. He was sleeping, probably. Um, but I can't tell if Comron's going to be good or bad, because he had some moments at the end, which... Rightfully so, his mom just died, and she abandoned him, and she passed on all these powers that he never had before. There's a lot of mixed feelings there. Right. I get it. But I thought Kimo was really sweet and, like, totally gets Kamala, you know? I think Bruno wants to so bad, but we don't talk about Bruno. Wow, on that note. so (laughs) I'm a mom. I've got mom jokes. (laughs) Preschoolers that watch this forever. So I hope you all enjoyed this uh, review of Miss Marvel. Was it a review or was it It ramblings? (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed this rambling of Miss Marvel (laughs) um, and our breakdown of the all new, all different Avengers. uh, The beginning of that comic book run. You can go check out the whole run on Marvel Unlimited. And you can also go check out all of Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. So tell yes, us. Yes, you can. Yes. So Kim, before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you and what on my couch. What? Just kidding. <laughs> With a cup of coffee. I can confirm. <laughs> uh, so tell, actually, the gym is where I'm headed next. Tell, uh, 
tell everybody what yeah. uh, project you have coming up that's being revived. Re- well, it just took a hiatus. That's right. all. It's a, a project we are actually doing. So, for where can they find you? Yes, uh, on Spotify. <laughs> It's called Muggles Magic and Mischief. It's on Spotify and on uh, the podcasting app. iTunes, yep. yep. It's not called iTunes anymore, though. It's just the podcast app. Okay. Apple Podcasts. Anyways. Yes. Um, Muggles Magic and Mischief, we commonly refer to it as Triple M. It is our Harry Potter project where we are reading through Harry Potter um, one chapter at a time. Because very similar to the situation we are in currently where I know diddly squat about how to read a comic book, Ryan had never read Harry Potter. Not about comic books. How to read a comic book. I could talk to you all day long about the MCU, but when you're like, okay, so how do you read a comic book? Which panel do you start at? And I don't have an answer for you. I don't know. It feels so weird to be the expert out of the two of us in something. Because Kim usually is much, much more knowledgeable about a wider range of topics than i am thank you but it feels refreshing for me to be the one that's like you can't read a comic book (laughs) hey no no i didn't say i couldn't i said it was challenging (laughs) (laughs) i had to read and reread and And (laughs) reread it's like reading lord of the rings where i read the same sentence four times anyways anyway so uh it's our harry potter project ryan had never read harry potter i've read harry potter 12 to 15 times i've lost count i love it so he is doing me the courtesy of pursuing a passion of mine together yeah Yeah. so we got all the way up to the very last chapter of sorcerer's stone the first book and then literally work took over yeah life life crashed but we're returning we are week tuesday we are with the last chapter uh, I couldn't even, I think it's The Man with Two Faces, but I couldn't even tell you what the chapter name is yeah. off the top of so, my head. Yeah. Yep, that's where you can find me slash us if you really enjoyed our hog. Hog? Hogwash. <laughs> I was going hodgepodge and hogwash. I thought you were going to go hot mess. <laughs> that should have been what I went with. So, yes, if you liked this crazy all over the map reference filled amazingness then you would love triple m if you enjoyed this but thought you know what i wish it was harry have enough wizards (laughs) i wish it was harry potter themed so um i just have to throw this out here we are recording on july 31st which is harry's birthday so happy happy birthday harry potter (laughs) ryan told me not to do that but i'm doing it anyway (laughs) it it won't instantly be dated whatever so it's fine it's fine it's his birthday every year everybody (laughs) So, yeah, if you want to check out more of whatever this was, <laughs> um, Kim and I are, yeah, we're bringing back Muggles, Magic, and Mischief. We are going to be yes, jumping into Chamber of Secrets soon. Yes, uh, it's we just, are. It's going to be awesome. And I just wanted to say at the end here, I wanted to shout out our fabulous Patreon members at the Thor Core. Yes, yes. Round of applause for Eric, Joshua, Will, and Phil fantastic group over at the you Thor have four now it's the four core <laughs> <laughs> but the fantastic four. Oh wait that's something different. yeah that's something entirely <laughs> different um but yeah if you want to go join the thor core we are going to really be ramping up 
bonus episodes and as many early releases as we can. Um, I, I will admit the last month has been a, a, a little bit of a struggle. Uh, Kim and I have been getting used to um, I had some job stuff. It's just been a busy. It's been a busy July. It has. So I'm ready um, for August. So yeah, go go join us at the Thor Core, and we're going to be pumping out some more bonus episodes for you that you can only get on, on Patreon. So uh, with that being said, we end our episode the way we end all of our episodes. Wherever you are, no matter what you're doing, however you know far along on the Rainbow Bridge you are. Wherever you're at, whatever realm you're, whatever realm you're traveling to, Kim's about to travel to the gym realm. I am. I'm about to travel to the sleeping realm. <laughs> Is that what it's called? But yeah, wherever you're at on this crazy adventure that we've had, don't forget to stay, stay worthy. worthy.